amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Buzzworthy Radio is on. on. The entertainment show that gets you up close and personal with today's hottest stars. Here's your host, Nabelle J. Lee. Morning, you guys. This is Nabelle J. Lee from The Buzz at Buzzworthy Radio. I wish you just would have heard the last five minutes of this conversation before we started this reporting because this was just already so much fun and I'm already I'm already excited to talk to this lady even more, especially with a little factoid I found out about her today, which I did not know. And that just made me love her even more because I just sat here going, how did I not know this? <laughs> Marina Sirtis is with us right now. And for those of you who may not recognize the name, you may recognize this name, Deanna Troy from Star Trek, The Next Generation. Grew up with that show in syndication. I feel like that was my weekend. It was like after the cartoons ended, after the cartoons ended on Saturday, because I always remember it was always on Saturday afternoons. After the cartoons ended, then you had the Hour of Soul Train, okay? And this is me in, in my affiliate, in my area, it was cartoons in the morning. Then so, so then once the cartoons ended, you knew it was noon. Soul Train came on. I loved me some Soul Train. I was about that life. Every I, I was about the Soul Train life, always. I watched Soul Train, and then all of a sudden, you get all of the shows that came on after that. Star Trek, The Next Generation came on. And then at the time, uh, Hercules and Xena came on, and Highlander came on. I felt like that was my Saturday. And so I grew up watching Star Trek The Next Generation. And I fell in love with Deanna Troy. She was one of my favorites on that show. And I'm- you know, I have, yeah, you know what? <clears throat> yeah, I'm very popular in certain segments of the population. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask Michael Dawn about that. Oh my gosh, Wolf. You can ask him, oh my God, Wolf. Oh, if you wonderful. ever yeah, if you ever talk to Michael Dawn, you can ask him what did Marina do when she met Robin Perez, the basketball player? She climbed him like a cat up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get him on the podcast to ask that story. Oh Michael. Oh Dorn. my god, yeah. He's another yeah. one. I, I think that cast was the cast itself was just amazing in, in its own in its own right. Uh, Michael Dorn, especially Brent, Brent Spiner, who I absolutely adored. And I even adored him on Night Court before he even joined the show. Oh no, he was brilliant. He was brilliant on Night Court. I mean, uh, Brent, yes. Brent is Brent is a dying breed of American actor because Brent is a proper character actor. Mm. Brent doesn't ever play himself. He always plays a character, and um, there aren't okay. that many. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of old school now because in acting, people tend to kind of play a version of themselves. You know, yes. I have and uh, he yeah. he just. He just disappears into his characters, and I think he's brilliant. Well, you yourself are pretty brilliant in that role and as a human. And I like the fact that I was reading certain interviews where you talked about the character, especially in the later seasons, how they gave you 
they fleshed they fleshed her out because I know in the beginning it seemed like they didn't know what to do with Deanna Troy. No, they didn't. No, they created this character and then they went, oh, blimey, what are we going to do? Oh, hang on a minute. If she can sense things and read people's minds and she's going to know what's going on, so, oh, we better take her out of the scene because then we don't have a storyline this week, you know. So, yeah. yeah, they created this character and then they didn't really didn't know what to do with her. And then, and then um, they were going to fire me because they didn't know what to, yeah I was going to get fired in the first season um and I mean they didn't they don't tell you oh by the way we're going to fire you um of course. From, it's like there are clues you know there, there are yeah. clues that you pick up um but anyway what happened was um Denise Crosby was um unhappy um and she was to unhappy leave. too. Oh wow! She was unhappy, but she was unhappy for other reasons. Um, and so she left. They let her leave, um, and didn't have to fire me because the reason that the reason someone had to go was because Gene Roddenberry felt there was one too many women on the show, which you know I have to say again, kind of blows my mind that you know there's five guys and three girls and there's one too many women on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So don't even get me started on that side of the business, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's a whole a, other conversation. That's that a whole other thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Now we've got five boys and three girls, but we've got one too many girls. I feel that's a cop out. Well, you know what? It is what it is. And you've got to remember what it was 1987. It was a long time ago. Things were very different. There was no me too. There was no that's right. enough. There was no anything like that, right? So, um, that was the way it was. And you just, you know, accepted it uh, because there was nothing you could do about it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, Denise saved my job by, by quitting. And then, yeah, they, we, and, and then they pretty much at that point. Is this true, though, that at a wedding, Gene Roddenberry actually came up to you and said, we got plans for you? Is that yes. true? Yes, that was absolutely, it was at Jonathan and Jeannie Francis's wedding. Which was in, they got married in the first season hiatus. Okay. And yeah. And, um, and so I've gone through this year of hell of not knowing if I was going to have a job. You know, I mean, I said, I called my agent and said, look, you know what? you got to get me another job because I'm gone. You know, I'm, I'm right. the jump then, then I knew. And so, um, you know, so he, he takes me aside at the reception and says, look, I just want you to know that the first episode of the second season, it's you. It's all you. It's it was the episode The Child. And oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I do. And, I do. And uh, I mean, after like I said, after the hell that I'd been through for a year, mm -hmm. the the him telling me that that they had faith in my character that they would open, and this was I have to remind people, we had a strike. There was a there was a strike. The strike that happened at, in eighty eight. Right? In that, right. So we had like a really long hiatus because the writers were on strike. And so people were like gagging to see another Star Trek. You know, they'd been watching reruns for a year and a half kind of thing. So um, so anyway, uh, so the fact that they had faith in my character, the fact that they trusted me as an actor to carry off the first episode of the season, and the fact that, you know, geez, I was going to be gone and look at what's happened now of that whole mindset. 
Um, it was huge. Yeah, it was really, really huge for me. And it was actually very nice of him to do that because he knew. I mean, they're not stupid. They know what, you know, they put us through. Oh, yeah. um, and so it was, you know, I think it was his way of making amends as well. That's, I honestly, that was awesome for you. Obviously, awesome for me because it kept, it, it kept me watching you on the show. Uh, and I just love the fact that how, like we said, her character did evolve in the later season, especially when she became that force and that, that powerful woman that we knew that Deanna Troy can be, especially toward the end of its run. Um, I know they changed the costumes up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I love I love the fact that when I read it, it's like, oh yeah, when they when you hide the cleavage, you you certainly get, get your all brain your brains back. back. Get all your brains back. Yeah, they all come flooding which, back. Your brain matter comes flooding back when you don't have a cleavage. <laughs> which I when I read that quote, I agreed with it because I. I see it when when that when that happens and all of a sudden now you all of a sudden you make women smarter it's just you know when you grow when you watch the area of television especially I, I use this example and charlie's angels listen i you can't not say men watch charlie's angels for the storyline so <laughs> you know and, right actually do you know what i don't think anyone men or women watch charlie's angels for the storyline uh the men were watching it for a different reason than the women but the women were watching it for the clothes and the hair and the makeup. Right. And the fact that three women had their own TV show, which was kind of amazing. Right. But they were the lead in the show and not there, three men. There were the three leads uh, in the show. And, and you, yep. And every, in a sense, the guys also were watching for the hair, the makeup, the clothes, because they weren't <laughs> really wearing it. So, they, yeah. yeah. So, it was, yeah. It, so I felt with that show, um, I thought that was such a huge thing for women um, because you had three leads that were in their own right strong characters but in in my mind I'm also going well I would like to have them a bit more powerful stronger like they are yeah. forces to be reckoned with and and yeah you but you know what you've got to go Navelle. you have to get you know what it's we we, we fall into this trap a lot now yeah. because we're so anxious to um to make good on the mistakes of the past right right, right. except that you can't it's past it's gone whatever damage you did you did it Right. And right. and so you and you have to remember the time that it was. It's okay for us to sit here now being holier than thou and saying, Well, you know, I would have done that and I would have got him fired or I would have that wasn't the time. You cannot put today's mentality into the mentality of 30 or 40 years ago. Right. It's insane how much it's changed. It's literally 180 degrees, right? Because, yeah. you know, of, of, of Harvey, obviously, and various other things that have happened in, in, in that time. Um, and I have to say, you know, on one particular branch of this, the, the young actresses now, God bless them, because they don't take this shit. They won't take it. They won't. No, right? They won't. Um, because they, because the, it, like, like it's a different time, right? If they, if they go public now, the person who they're accusing, they're the one that never works again, right? right. 
But right. back in my day, back in my day when I was starting in the business, if I had said anything, I would never have worked again. No, you would have been out of a job and you would have been I would have been out of a job for the rest of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, so why why would I speak when I had wanted to be an actress, actor since I was three years old, right? This was the my dream of my life. Yep. Right. And why would I give up on that dream because some jerk couldn't keep it in his pants? Right. Right? Exactly. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to give up every ambition, every dream that I've ever had by speaking out. Not gonna do any good. He's gonna keep working. Nothing's gonna happen to him. Nothing's gonna happen to him. But nothing's gonna happen to him, but everything's gonna happen to me. Exactly. Yep. So it's a very different time. And and also people say, well, why don't you name names now? And I'm like, well, I'm so old. <laughs> Navelle, I'm so old. And they were much older than me to begin with. They're all dead now. <laughs> what's, what's the point? You know, anyway, let them rest in peace. Apart from Michael Winner. Apart from Michael Winner. And I will never say rest in peace to that man. But anyway, that's a yeah. whole other story. Anyway, uh, um, so yeah. So anyway, we have to remember, you, you just have to go, okay, this is how we think now. And this is what we believe now, uh, but it was not the case 20, 30, 40 years ago. It wasn't like that. And you can't put the same, you know, judgments on what happened then with 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 a 2023 brain. It doesn't right. work. It doesn't. And that's it, my rant of the day. <laughs> and it doesn't, and it doesn't, and I completely agree. And it, it doesn't, it, I'll be honest, a lot of people, when they have that mentality now, when they look at those old shows, they don't watch it or they don't view it the same anymore. It doesn't lose the appeal for me. I know, I knew what it was like back then. And it's still, to me, I still enjoy it for what it is. And I love it. I'll continue to watch it. Exactly. You have to accept it for what it was in that time, right? Yep. I mean, you know, we're having a conversation here in the UK right now. Because at rugby matches, um, the Welsh fans sing Delilah, the old Tom Jones song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, right, because Tom Jones is Welsh and they're very proud of him, right? And so so they sing his song. Well, they've been told they can't sing it anymore because apparently this this song that we've been singing for the last 50, 60 years Uh um, promotes um, domestic abuse. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Don't you think we've gone a little bit too far? I think just, just a little a bit too far. Over the, just a little bit. Just a tad. And the other thing is, whenever you tell sports fans not to do anything, they do it more. Trust <laughs> so, and believe. Trust and so believe. Guess what they were singing all weekend? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That does me proud because I can sit here over the states. Trust, trust and believe. If you tell us, oh my god, and I'm, a, and oh I'm an god. Eagle, and I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. You tell. Oh well, us congratulations. Yeah, Are you going to be? Right, you're a bit scared of Patrick Mahomes, though, aren't you? Just a little bit scared, aren't you? I, I honestly, come on, be honest. Come on. I'm gonna be, no, I'm going to be honest. I, I've never not have been when it when I was pulling for the Bengals to win. Um, so we would go against them, and then when I saw yeah, like, the Chiefs, I bet you were. <laughs> I was, I was, and then when I saw the Chiefs, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be a, 
freaking good game. And it's gonna be a but, great game. It's gonna be a great game. It uh, is gonna be a great whole, game. The whole Patrick Patrick is really gonna light a fire under our ass. And yeah. I, I I'm definitely go- I'm excited for this bowl because of the fact that it's really gonna be a great game because And it's been a it. and it's been and it's been a long time for the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, 20, 2018 was our last one where we yeah. won the first five, one. And five. Listen, I can't are. talk. I, I can't. I'm a Raiders fan for my sins. So <laughs> it's <laughs> like I, I, I went to the Super Bowl when they played Tampa and we got, they got their asses handed to them by Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> the Bucks. It was humiliating. They didn't oh. even show up. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i i'm i'm kind of in my head going like i wonder if it's going to be like that or i no, I, don't, I think it'll, no, I don't no, think it's no, gonna no, be like that i don't, I don't think, think it's gonna, gonna be like that no no i think, I think it'll be, be great match i think it'll I just, be a close game i think it'll be like a close game yeah yeah i can't yeah. wait sorry yeah. counting down sorry <laughs> counting down um the fact, the fact, toy that I learned about you today, which I cannot believe I did not know until this morning, was well, that you were a part of a show that I loved as that I I I watched this every day. You were oh, a voice. Yes. I read how, your mind. How in the world did I not know any of this? I couldn't. I was. I literally. Because do they do they put credits on? I mean, because you have to watch a cartoon. To I mean, you have to watch the credits on a cartoon to find out who's in it, right? It yeah. doesn't come up at the beginning like it does on a regular drama, like a regular TV show. Right. Right. And so you know, what, which you're not kid? watching oh, the credits. You're not Lavelle, watching the credits on a cartoon. Give yourself a break, man. Really. How, you were a child watching a cartoon. You were not going to stay and watch the credits at the end. Of course not. No. <laughs> of course not. So why, so why would you know? Why would you know? It's like, yeah. A lot of people don't know that I was Demona on Gargoyles. And a lot, you know, and, and this is one of the great things about how I live my life is that because I never use my own accent, right? Yeah. People think they recognize me. And then when they hear this Cockney accent come out <laughs> from the East End of London, like, yeah, oh, no, I was gonna say her. you have a cockney accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, oh no, no, that's not her because you know Deanna Troy is not a cockney. <laughs> you know, so I actually, I actually can live my life like a normal person. I literally live my life like a normal person. That's. I, 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 you know, I, I've been back in the UK for two years now. Apart from okay. the time I spent over in the states shooting Picard last year, I haven't even bought a car yet. Really? I go on public transport. Hmm. Because no one recognizes you. No one recognizes you. That's why you can do it. (laughs) It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And also, because I'm over a certain age, I travel for free. So why? (laughs) (laughs) Why would you give that up to get a car? Why would I give up free transport to go to, you know, plus in London, we have all these extra charges because of the... um, because we're trying to keep the emissions down. So yeah, you get penalized. Right. Actually, you get penalized for driving into London with the wrong car. So it can cost you a lot of money. And and you know, and public transport is not cheap, actually. Um, but when you travel for free, <laughs> why would you go in the other way? Why would you go in the opposite direction? Like stay where you and, are. Actually, and also, I mean, London's like New York. We have brilliant public transportation. 
it's fantastic. Yeah. It's not uh, like LA. LA hasn't LA is pathetic in its public transportation system, but um because yeah. everyone drives and they can't get them out of their cars in Los Angeles. But uh, in, in New York, it's like London. Uh, I know a lot of New Yorkers who never learned to drive. Yeah. No, that's you true. Know? They either walk everywhere or they take the subway. Or they take well, they take the subway. Yeah, if you've got a great subway system, that is always the quickest way to get around town. Yeah. Always. Los Angeles, um, every time I go there, I never rent a car because I'm going like, every. Uh, yes, everybody drives there. But also when I'm in LA, I go, you can't drive worth a shit. <laughs> oh no, they can't. Oh, do you know what? My husband, God rest him, <laughs> because I always used to get into it with people. You're like Marina, you're gonna get shot. Someone's gonna shoot you. Because you, uh, I would, I would literally go off at drivers. They have a real. Um, are you? Problem. Are you also a road rager? Are you? A oh, road rager? Yeah, I. Well, well, no, because I live. It's not road rage. Uh, it's like a permanent state of rage that I live in generally <laughs> about everything. Um, but when, especially when it comes to politics. But you know, I remember I used to have oh. I I I had a Porsche, right? And it, this Porsche was representative of a time in my life, basically when I was doing Star Trek. And I didn't buy it brand new. It was it was used when I bought it, but I was able to buy a Porsche, right? That was like my right. dream car. It, it, it eventually got stolen out of my building, but anyway, that's a whole other thing. But cool. anyway, yeah. so uh, and then of course, when you're a girl driving a Porsche, every boy at the lights wants to race you. Right. So that stereotype is real. Okay. Oh, that's real. Yeah. And I and they would be in something other than a Porsche, and I would just look over and go, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Anyway, but if but in LA, no one signals. No one signals. Right. No one signals. So I would pull up, you know, next to someone at a light who hadn't signaled for the last three miles. And I and I'd be in, you know cute girl I suppose back 20 30 years ago in in the Porsche and I'd go wind your window down and they would wind their window down and I would go I'm not bloody psychic you know use your (laughs) blooming signal literally me literally me I hate that every aspect of my being I think that's one of the peppies I always put out there is going what is it about a blinker signal that nobody ever wants to use I yeah I'm going like, is it the excitement of having us trying to guess if you're about to make a left or right turn? Uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Mind you, I do have to say that it's much easier to pass your driver's test in, in America than it is in England. I've heard that, actually. No, I've heard that from... I mean, we, we've got a TV show over here with people who've, pa- who've failed their test like 13 times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because I've taken test in both countries and trust me it's like a hundred times harder to get a driver's nice license in the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah yeah which is good because you hope that people know are in control of the vehicle because it's you know it's a it's a deadly weapon if you're not yeah, absolutely yeah. absolutely oh my god yeah that that's a conversation i could go on about for like hours because <laughs> I, and then of course- I don't like to call myself a road rager, but my friend who was in the passenger seat when I was driving in Philadelphia, I literally was 
dropping every expletive known to man and he just starts laughing and he's like you really are a road rage person i was going like because they're stupid <laughs> yes exactly exactly well, I, well i'm with you on this one novelle and you can't fix stupid you just can't <laughs> You, you mentioned you mentioned about how you know no one recognizes you and of course as you said no one would recognize you not just because of the voice but also i think also the hair you oh yeah that hair yeah that hair, had hair. A lot of itself. i know well you know now in in the later years after you know in the movies um well I, well yeah as it graduated went through the movies and now in picard um yeah. so yeah it's it's normal hair now I mean, it's not that, you know, big country and Western do that she had for so many years. I would, at the end, it was like, do you know what? Either give me a guitar and let me sing or change the bloody hair, really. <laughs> I was getting a little bit sick of looking like one of the Judds, really. You know, so, you know, let's fix, let's do the hair and make it less, uh, less, less Nashville and more, you know, more American. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or more, you know. Mind you, even the Nashville girls don't have hair like that anymore. They don't. But back then, they did. They did. Back then, back they then. did. Yeah. Yeah, they did back then. Yeah, yeah. And how was it like bringing? I mean, you you had Deanna Troy in other Star Trek uh, outlets past the Next Generation, but bringing the character into Picard. What was that like for you, being able to? Well, you know, I. Well, Johnny and I, Jonathan and I did the last episode of the first season. Right. Yep. And I think, and I, and it was the most successful episode of the year. It, it was the most successful episode. It got the most press. It got the most it attention. It, you know, it did. It got a lot of, lot of good stuff, you know, a lot of good stuff. And um, so I think that possibly may have given them the idea of bringing us all back at some point, you know, down the line. Um yeah. And so when they they came to us, um, I suppose it was, oh gosh, what's what it's 2020, like 2021, I suppose it was in the summer. In the I'm summer. Yeah. I'm on vacation in Greece with my family and Michael Dawn. Because <laughs> <you know. laughs> why wouldn't you be, right? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he loves my family. Actually, now he vacations with my family without me. So <laughs> <laughs> not I gonna lie i kind of do that I think too with my friends i think they've yeah i think they've adopted him anyway <laughs> um so I'm, we're sitting on the beach and 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 it transpires that we're going to get asked back to do you know to do picard uh -huh. i have literally just moved from from the usa to england <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're joking. Yeah. I've just moved with my dogs to England and you want me to come back? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you people? You couldn't have had this idea six months ago before I left, you know. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's great. Yeah, well, so basically, because I was in England, uh, in, in Europe, and they were getting started pretty quickly, I um I'm I'm telling my you know I'm not giving too much away but I'm not in the first episode so if you don't see me don't freak out okay, okay. because it was there you right. go 
There you go. I have to tell people because otherwise, you know, I'll my be like, watching and I'm going like, she said she was in it. She's not an episode. Dare you? No, I won't get any grief. It'll be the studio that gets grief, you know, calling them all kinds of names because I'm not in the show. So I'm protecting everyone by telling people That's that right. I'm not in the first episode. Um, so, yeah, so that it was kind of interesting that I was like, I was happy to be doing it, but I was really pissed off that I had to go back to the, to the US after just moving to the UK, literally. And to find a dog sitter then for two months, you know, that's is, not easy. That's yeah. Definitely not easy. No, not right. No, I know my friend's going through that right now, too. And it's definitely, oh, that's hard. God bless your heart. It is hard. Yeah, it's really hard because, you know, when you don't have kids, I don't have kids, your your dogs are your kids, you know. Your dogs so, are kids, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you're very overprotective and, you know, and all that stuff. And, you know, so um, they come, they, and they do come first. They actually do yeah. come first. Yeah. Those little souls. Yeah, yeah, those little souls that, um, you know, are your companions because, you know, like I said, if you don't have kids and your husband's gone, that's all you got, you know. So they're have, very important. Yeah. yeah. I actually yeah. started binge watching this show and I used to watch this as well. And I don't know why my parents allowed me to watch all of these shows as a kid and just let me get away with it. And I, I just, they were just, it was just good TV, but I just started binge watching again because I never really obviously remembered it in full Hunter. You were. Oh my. <laughs> Do you know what? Hunter is one of those shows, right? You ask anybody of my generation, actor, right? Uh -huh. did, you, did you ever do a Hunter? Oh yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> everybody did a Hunter. I think everybody, everybody and their mother did an episode Everyone of did Hunter. a Hunter. I mean, Brent did a Hunter, Jonathan did a Hunter. Brent did I mean, a Hunter, my, I did my Hunter, that yeah. yeah. My Hunter was my first job in America. Okay. And okay. I booked it, I booked it literally five days after I arrived. Wow. It was insane. It was insane. I was like the poster girl of what isn't supposed to happen when a British actress comes to Hollywood. You know, it was like, <laughs> you're supposed to struggle and suffer and do all those things. And I went, I came and I got a job in five days. And, and, uh, love it. Because I lie. Because I, I have to be honest, because I'm a liar. <laughs> because, because they say, I have to be Australian. Right. Is that an authentic Australian accent? Well, of course it is, of course I say. Didn't you know, excuse me, didn't you know that Melbourne has the biggest Greek community outside of Greece? <laughs> I lived there with my family for 10 years. Lies, all lies, <laughs> all lies. All lies. All lies. You gotta get the job somehow, so. Got the job, got the job, and then got, got the to the set, and I was the only person who was supposed to be Australian that wasn't really Australian, and I was <laughs> terrified that I'd get caught. But no, it's all right. Because actually, I'm gonna cast aspersions on your race now, Navelle. Americans can't tell the difference between a Cockney accent and an Australian accent. No, I don't think. I mean, I've I've no. heard Cockney. the times that people said no. to me, "Are you Australian?" and I would say, "No, no, no." We're, I'm only Australia is only in Europe during the Eurovision Song Contest, which you don't know what that is, do you? No. <laughs> oh my God! See, America. I know you're. You know, you're this huge country that's so important in the world, right? I mean, the number one country in the world, and yet. 
you have no clue about two of the most important things in the rest of the world. I know. That's the first one so is football, and not your football, our football, right? The first one is football, the football where you actually kick the ball with your feet and not catch it with your hands, right? And right, that we football. Do, we we and, do enjoy watching that here, yes. And the Eurovision Song Contest which is this huge competition, singing as a song competition that all of Europe takes part in. It's been going for 70 years. Oh, God. It's, yeah. it's, one, of the biggest, it's one of the biggest events that ever happens in May in, in Europe. And because it's so popular in Australia, we let Australia join in, even though they're nowhere near Europe. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's I'm going to have to look it up now because I yeah, have and no actually, idea so that. last year, no, wait a second, because this is really important. Last year, Ukraine won. Hmm. Right. Wow. Ukraine won. And it was huge for Ukraine because they'd sure. just been invaded by that asshole, excuse my French. Yeah. Yeah. They had just been invaded. And this gave the people of Ukraine such a boost because it is important in Europe. I know it sounds silly. But the Eurovision is a is a is a is a is a joining of is a, it's a joining of all the cultures and national you know and yeah. all the countries in Europe with their yeah. music and, you know it's a real bringing together, and the fact that Ukraine won it at such an awful time for that country really gave them a, a boost, you know it meant yeah. a lot it meant it an meant absolute a lot. lot. I, yeah, yeah I absolutely. It. Yeah, we got it. You know, we got to keep remembering Ukraine. It's still going on, but you know, our, our, yeah. we have the you know we have the focus and the of gnats these days. It, you know, it, like we used to say in England, you know, today's news is tomorrow's chip paper. When they used to rush up, wrap up fish and chips in newspaper, mm -hmm. but it is obscene that you know this war is going on and people are dying by their thousands every day, and it's not even making the front page of the paper any day over here or over there. Or over there, or over there, you know, That's and it kills me. It kills me that we we're not paying attention anymore. I've just so ever ever since I heard about it, and even to this day, there are people I follow who um, on Instagram, uh, one of which is like a, a dance influencer who his roots tie to Ukraine, and I always see his post. And I'm just like I, I just go I cry because I'm going. This is still going on. I don't understand no. no it's, it's not it's not you know it's not no one outside of russia can understand it and unfortunately in russia they're not getting the information because he's ba he's basically banned any um you speak out against the war you end up in jail in russia so yep. or, or, or worse or worse or worse so, right. or worse yeah so uh they're not getting the real news they're not getting the real what's happening he's still calling i thought he's still calling it a military exercise he's got he's lost two hundred thousand young russian men yeah that's not a military that's not a military that's, exercise that's a war that's a war you know? <laughs> that's a war you call it what yeah. it is war. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know i wear i still wear my ukraine ribbon all the time okay. i'm the only one i ever see out with it and actually if i see a ukrainian they thank me they walk up to me in the street and they thank me for wearing it. For wearing it, yeah. Yeah. That, you know, someone remembers that, that people are out there that, you know, that are remembering what's happening in their country. Yeah, because it, you, you hit a really valid point because no one's talking about it. Everybody's forgetting it. 
Yeah. You know, it, it falls at the wayside because yeah, everyone's talking. Not, everyone's talking about George Santos at the moment instead of Ukraine, and George Santos is a waste of bloody space, and he's not worth the flipping print. He really isn't. So why are we talking about him? Why are we talking about, about him? I mean, I I, yeah. I read about him, and I literally was going like, all right, I'm done with him. So it was just like yeah. one and done at that point, and then I'm going like, so what's the real issues that end up making me focus on? Oh, yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. Real so, issues. Let's do. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, oh my I'm goodness! Okay, now I need to, I need to tell a. It's all got a bit heavy, isn't it, Nabil? It need did. To it got really yes, real. Got yes, really to, real. Yeah, no, we need to lighten. We need, we need to. We need to lighten it. <laughs> we need to lighten it up. So what was what was Fred Dreyer and Stephanie Kramer like? Let, there you go. Let's go like. Oh Let's, my God! You know, I never met Stephanie, although we had a very similar hairstyle. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all, my, all my stuff. All my stuff was with Fred. Was with Fred, and Fred was a hoot. Actually, I mean, you know, Fred was an ex-football player. He was a, a Ram. And uh, I think, so, right? I think yeah. he was a Ram. So you know, my first job, my first job in America, I've learned all my lines back to front and upside down, and I was really word perfect, and I was, you know, I was ready. I was ready to do my job, and he comes in, and he goes, "Okay, so we'll cut that, and we'll cut that, and we'll cut that." <laughs> and he just, <laughs> I was like, "That's that's half my dialogue gone." <laughs> 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 oh, he was a man of action, not words. Let's just put it that, that is, I could pick that up from him when I watched that show. I mean, honestly, yeah. just, just that was really one of one of my favorite cop shows growing up. And um, really, when I got older and when it went into syndication and reruns, my my dad and his side of the family, we <laughs> we then started watching it um, together because that was. Um, one of their favorite shows and then I got into it because of my dad even more so then it just trickled on down to me and then I just started watching it heavily um, uh, YouTube uh, the film rise channel on YouTube they officially put the episodes out um, right. for all the seasons on there so I was just binging it on YouTube on my TV and just watching it and I was just going like this is such a bloody good show and just as you said, everybody and everybody was had a guest appearance. Everyone, everyone shows up in it. I mean, everybody. you know, the good thing, the great thing about Fred Dreyer is that you know he knew what his strengths were and yeah. what he should. You know, he knew he knew he wasn't a, like an actor. You know, he hadn't had any training. He was just a football player who you know went into show business, right? Right. Um, so when he was cutting all that dialogue, he knew exactly what he was doing because that wasn't his strength, right? Mm -hmm. He stuck to what he was good at, his strengths. And, you know, that is a lesson for all of us, actually, sometimes, that yeah. we should, you know, figure out what we're good at. And if we're really bad at something, maybe we shouldn't do it. I'm not saying don't try and improve at it, but, you know, Stick to your strengths. Is that oh, what do we say now? Stay in your lane. Stay right? in your lane. That's, yeah, yeah. Stay in your lane. You you know you have a lane, and you tend to go a bit off awry. You know when you kind of go out of your lane too much, and then people go, "Oh, what the heck was that?" You know, and you don't want that reaction. You want you want if you go out of your lane for them to go, "Oh, oh, that was brave." Okay, that was good. Yeah, but not to be so far out there that people's like heads explode. Yeah. That's 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 not good. It's like you know, I get offered stuff sometimes, um, and all right, I tell you, I'll give you an example. So after Slumdog Millionaire came out, uh huh, it was everything was Indian, 
right? <laughs> everything Hollywood went Bollywood, right? It was everything that is had true. to be Indian. Yeah. That is true. Because it was such a hit. It was such a you know, a surprise smash hit. And I said to my agent, I'm don't send don't submit me for Indian roles. And he said, Oh, but you could be Indian. And I said, Yes. But it's the one accent I can't do. Even what do you mean you can't do the accent? He said, You lived it with, you know, with Indian people and Pakistani people in England all your life. You heard that accent all the time. I said, I know. I know. And now curry is the national dish of Great Britain instead of fish and chips. I mean, instead that's how. Oh, yeah, yeah. Curry is now the national dish of Great Britain. Yeah. That's how much we, we've assimilated, you know, Indian culture into our culture, right? Yeah. And, and then, but I can't do the Indian accent. And he kept submitting me for it. And I kept, and I would go, and, you know, and it was like, you'd go in, and I'd go in to meet people because, you know, it's always good to meet people. Um, and then I'd do a terrible audition and they'd never ask me back. So it was kind of counterproductive. So that's what I mean about know your lane. Yep. Because actually, if you go out of your lane too far, like me going in and pretending I could do an Indian accent and I knew full well that I couldn't, actually was detrimental because those casting directors probably never brought me back in the room. Right. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that's one yeah. That's one way. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, that's one way. Because other, other people can say, oh, she said, you know, she's said that I shouldn't explore things. I'm not saying that at all. I think everyone learns. You never stop learning. Every day you, you learn something. Learning. And that's one of my never stop learning. Models. Right. And that's if you think you models. know everything, if you think you know everything, then you know nothing. Right. You know nothing. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you know what your strengths are, that's a good thing. Right. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. I totally agree. And like I said, that's one of my mottos is like, we're always learning everything. Like, you, we, I don't know everything. And I admit all the time that I don't know everything and I'm still learning to this day and if you if you feel like you're not learning something's wrong I, I think especially when you yeah. get something new um and you're coming in with that attitude and I, I've worked with people who were like this um coming in with that attitude that I know everything and I'm going like you really don't know everything don't, don't. yeah I know they're, they're they're very very boring those people they're very boring um I usually yeah, they get, they usually get the the bad marina. Those <laughs> <laughs> that happens. That happens. They usually get bad marina. Yeah, marina. That's... Brad marina is pretty awful, actually. So you need to avoid bad marina as much as possible <laughs> because she is that psycho bitch from hell. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that though, so I'm not. I'm, oh, not no, I'm like that a lot. <laughs> I'm like that a lot. Ask my friends. <laughs> <laughs> We might need that in our life sometimes. So I'm oh my God. To be like Michael, what did Michael Dawn recently? Because Michael Dawn, as you've probably gathered, is my, one of my best friends in the world. And uh, he said to me recently, uh, Marina, are we ever going to travel together when you don't get into a fight with someone? Nice. <laughs> probably not, Michael, but stick around. Just in but there's always that hope. That hope that's right there. That oh, glimmer. my God. <laughs> yeah, Because uh, I'm the person who always has to say something. <laughs> I am that per I am that person who will not let anything slide. I cannot do it. I don't have that chromosome. I I, really, I don't have it. If you if you told. say something or do something that's going to annoy me or annoy other people, 
I will say something and do something about it. I was told by one of my good friends, I love her to death, and I never noticed it. And then I started noticing it now that she brought it up that it takes three drinks for me to get very real. Right. <laughs> so there are, there are times where things come out of my mouth where you sober Navelle would not say, but when you get right. tipsy and buzzed, he'll say it. And yeah, well, unfortunately, I don't even have to be buzzed, but um, I, Michael has also told me that I'm a very mean drunk, so that I, so I don't drink anymore. I'm not. I don't. No, I'm I, not I'm a mean, mean drunk, drunk uh, but no, I, I, I get I get like happy drunk, but I also get real drunk. So. No, I no, I actually I have to draw that I don't get real drunk. I mean, I I really, to be honest, I don't really like the taste of alcohol, so I don't enjoy drinking. Um, you know, I'll have a glass of wine with with dinner if it's on the table kind of thing um but yeah but I'm not I'm not a drinker it's uh and it's not anything moral and it's not anything you know I'm better than you or I'm a goody two shoes right. it literally is I really don't like the taste of it I um I can drink it like in a pina colada because you can't taste the alcohol right yeah and I've never had a beer in my life I, I hate beer it's disgusting I don't know how people can drink that stuff I am a wine yeah. guy. I do like wine. Yeah. I learned how to pair wine with, I'm like still oh, learning yeah, how to yeah. pair wine with food. Um, yeah. I had that. Well, that's good. That's good. You can go everywhere then. You can, you know, it can take you everywhere. No, I just, like I said, if someone serves me a glass of wine, I'll drink it. But um, I think I've been drunk twice in my life. I think once was my 21st birthday party. Uh, that um, was <laughs> yeah so that was that was like you know back when dinosaurs walked the earth so, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. imagine how long ago that was how long and ago that was <laughs> that was a very long time <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway oh. anyway <laughs> This was so much fun. I enjoyed having you here. Can I have you back? Oh, bless you. Bless you. I was going to say bless your heart. And then I, but I have to qualify that. I mean that in the Northern way, not in the Southern way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as we clarify that. Oh, we have to clarify. When you say bless your heart, you have to clarify it. Because if you're saying it in Albuquerque, it's very different than if you're saying it in, in Philadelphia, right? That is true. Yeah. No, that is yeah. true. That is true. Yeah. Oh my goodness! This was so much fun. I, I, my well, thank heart you, is big now. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. It was, it was, it was great. Well, I, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me so much. Thank you. No, no, really. This just when I tell you how excited I was, the Grinch couldn't hold a candle to me with how his heart swelled up at the end of the movie. So I see that means, oh bless that that means nothing to me. So. I know. <laughs> but I felt like no, saying it. I, I get the sentiment. I get the sentiment. Okay, thank you. That's very kind of you. No, 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 trust me. This was this was great. I really appreciate it. And you're welcome back anytime. Okay, my love. Well God bless and have a wonderful rest of the day. And don't go back to bed. I'm not going back to bed. No, okay. Back to bed. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. From Twitter to iHeartRadio, Buzzworthy is everywhere. 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 Mr.
the show. Log on to BuzzworthyRadioCast.com for past shows and videos of some of your favorite stars. Stay connected to Buzzworthy Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.